Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 1976. Does Walking Barefoot Have Health Benefits? By Sarah Lindbergh with Healthline.com. And I'm Dr. Neil Malik. Hey there, happy Monday and a very happy Hanukkah if you celebrate. And welcome back to Optimal Health Daily, where I act as your narrator of the best health and fitness blogs, all for free. And always with a bit of my commentary at the end. Now don't forget, we have a bunch of shows covering many different topics. Just search for Optimal Living Daily in any podcast app to find them. And with that, let's get right to today's post and start optimizing your life. Does Walking Barefoot Have Health Benefits? by Sarah Lindbergh with Healthline.com. Walking barefoot might be something you only do at home, but for many, walking and exercising barefoot is a practice they do daily. When a toddler is learning to walk, parents are told to let this process happen naturally and without shoes. That's because shoes can affect how a child uses the muscles and bones in their feet. Kids also receive feedback from the ground when they walk barefoot, and it improves their proprioception, or awareness of their body in space. As a child gets older, we shove their feet into shoes and lose the benefits that come from walking barefoot. That's why advocates of barefoot walking and exercising are pushing back on wearing shoes all day long and encouraging all of us to let our feet be free. What are the benefits of walking barefoot? Dr. Jonathan Kaplan, foot and ankle specialist and orthopedic surgeon with Hogue Orthopedic Institute explains, quote, the most straightforward benefit to barefoot walking is that in theory, Walking barefoot more closely restores our natural walking pattern, also known as our gait, end quote. But if you go to any running or walking store and look at several different pairs of shoes, you'll see that many of them have excessive cushioning and support. While this pillow-type padding can feel pretty amazing when you walk in these types of shoes, board-certified podiatrist and foot surgeon Dr. Bruce Pinker says they can prevent you from using certain muscle groups that can actually strengthen your body. Other benefits of walking barefoot include better control of your foot position when it strikes the ground, improvements in balance, proprioception, and body awareness, which can help with pain relief, better foot mechanics, which can lead to improved mechanics of the hips, knees, and core, maintaining appropriate range of motion in your foot and ankle joints, as well as adequate strength and stability within your muscles and ligaments, relief from improperly fitting shoes, which may cause bunions, hammer toes, or other foot deformities, and stronger leg muscles, which support the lower back region. What are the potential dangers of walking and exercising barefoot? 
Walking barefoot in your house is relatively safe, but when you head outside, you expose yourself to potential risks that could be dangerous. Kaplan explains, quote, Without appropriate strength in the foot, you are at risk of having poor mechanics of walking, thereby increasing your risk for injury. End quote. This is especially important to consider when you're beginning to incorporate barefoot walking after having spent much of your life in shoes. He also says that you need to consider the surface being walked on. While it may be more natural to walk or exercise barefoot without additional padding from shoes, you are susceptible to injury from the terrain, like rough or wet surfaces, or issues with temperature, glass, or other sharp objects on the ground. You also take the chance of exposing your feet to harmful bacteria or infections when you walk barefoot, especially outside. Christopher Deitz, a doctor of osteopathic medicine from MedExpress, says people with diabetes should always consult with their primary care physician before going barefoot. He explains, quote, if they have peripheral neuropathy, they can sustain wounds on the bottom of their feet and not realize it, end quote. How do you properly walk and exercise barefoot? Knowing how to walk and exercise barefoot takes time, patience, and the right information. So before you ditch your shoes in favor of a more natural approach to walking and exercise, there are a few things to consider. One, start slowly. You need to be patient and start with short 15 to 20 minute sessions of walking barefoot. Kaplan says it's vital that you allow your feet and ankles to adapt to the new environment. As your feet get used to walking without shoes, you can increase the distance and time. Two, ease up if you feel any new pain or discomfort. Kaplan explains, quote, while walking barefoot sounds like the perfect option, there are dangers that should be considered. Without appropriate strength in the foot, you are at risk of having poor mechanics of walking, thereby increasing your risk for injury. This is especially important to consider if you are beginning to incorporate barefoot walking after spending much of your life in shoes, end quote. Three, try it out indoors. Before you hit the pavement running, it might be a good idea to let your bare feet get used to the safe surfaces in your house. The best thing to do would be to use an indoor surface that you know is free of something you could step on accidentally. Four, practice on safe surfaces. Once you've mastered the indoors, try walking on outside surfaces that are less dangerous, such as turf, rubber tracks, sandy beaches, and grass. Five, consider using a minimalist shoe. While your feet are adjusting to less structure and padding from your shoes, you may want to consider using a minimalist shoe before going completely barefoot. Six, experiment with balance exercises. It's recommended you start with simple balance exercises like standing on one foot or pressing yourself up onto your toes and then lowering down slowly. Seven, try an activity that requires you to be barefoot. Take advantage of activities that are already performed barefoot, like yoga, Pilates, or martial arts. And eight, examine your feet for injury. Every day, examine the bottom of your feet for injury, as many have reduced sensation in their feet. More strenuous activities, such as barefoot running or hiking, should not be incorporated until you've spent adequate time preparing your feet for this type of activity. If you have pain in your heels after resting or have pain when you walk, you may need to go back to supportive shoes and start slowly again when your feet have healed. The bottom line. Going barefoot while walking and exercising has some benefits as long as you follow the safety precautions and participate in moderation. If you have any concerns about your own safety or foot health, it's a good idea to talk with your doctor 
before exposing your bare feet to nature for an extended period of time. You just listened to the post titled, Does Walking Barefoot Have Health Benefits? by Sarah Lindberg with Healthline.com. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com health. Just go to indeed.com health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. If you're thinking about spending more time barefoot, especially performing physical activity while barefoot, it's important to make sure you're using proper form. For example, when running, you want to make sure your upper body is aligned with your lower body so that when you're running, you're upright and not leaning forward or backward. Then there's how your foot makes contact with the ground with each step and so on. We want to make sure that this is all perfected before you start transitioning to exercising barefoot. So I appreciated that today's article went into detail about the importance of this. All right, that'll do it for today. I hope you have a great start to your week. Wishing you a happy Hanukkah if you celebrate, and I'll see you back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.